going to your butt. I'm, of course, surprised that a story had such an immediate and profound effect upon radio listeners. Hooey pleases the boobs a great deal more than sense. Woe is us! We're in a lot of trouble! In politics, man must learn to rise above principle. What the hell are we doing here? We are behaving the way a superpower ought to behave. Well, our behavior has produced some crappy results. What we're witnessing now is the failure of the state. It is a death struggle for our republic. Giving voice to liberty in our time. Jimmy Park. Oh, welcome to it. This is like hour nine, hour ten for me on the radio, folks. You're listening to the Joey Clark Radio Hour. Baron Coleman needed help. Dan Morris, like every day, needed a little help. I'm the producer. Greg needed some help. Now I'm doing my own thing. And joining me this evening, some returning guests. We have, well, from last night, Eric, how you doing? I'm good. Wonderful. Wonderful. Great, grand, wonderful. Grand, wonderful. That's awesome. That's awesome. And Seth, how you doing? Good, man. How are you? I'm feeling a little aggressive for no reason. No, there's a reason. Yeah? Yeah. Your lip feeling a little light. Yeah, I took the facial hair off. I, I felt like it was time. I kept saying the stash played, but it wasn't playing. It didn't work. So now I'm trying to, like... Sort of look like a brunette Triple H <laughs> and skinny Triple H, you know? Yeah, I think Great I could pull it off. Great and, job. And joining us for the first time on the show is uh, Kyle. Kyle Miner. Kyle, how you doing, man? Hey, man, I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm great. I, I don't know what you got yourself into, though, because, like, I mean, I, I'm going to try to be a, a gracious host, a good host. I'm more talking about, I was listening to the conversation off air, yeah. and it was a little bizarre. It was strange. Is this man strange. to the far, <laughs> my far left over here, Mr. Spotlow, and I like to pick on him. <laughs> Kyle, uh, he, number one, he doesn't, do, are you, I'm not saying you have to be an avid fan, but have you seen a couple musicals before? Not one. Not ever. one ever? Really? No musicals. My boy. Wow. What no are you musicals. talking about? Then I have to. I was like, traumatized by musicals, man. When I was in, uh, yeah, I was in elementary school, like the fourth grade. We had to watch uh, Oklahoma for like three days straight. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it was so long, and like I had nightmares about the songs. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was weird, man. I didn't, you know, cowboys everywhere singing, a bunch of, you know, it was real bright. It was unnerving. Yeah, you know. So I no musicals. I can, and if your first musical is Oklahoma, I can understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it sticks with me. Yeah. You see how vividly I described that. So, as you know, <laughs> it really sticks with me. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. oh, nightmares are made of Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I was thinking about in college for a second of like, you know, doing some sort of acting, something like that. And the first teacher that was an advisor had me. Like, watch this Navy-inspired musical. I'm like, I don't think this is for me. <laughs> I don't think this is for me. It's like, I, I don't know. It just, uh, what was it, like, Anchors Away? No, that's the name of the Navy thing. Anyway, this man over here, Mr. Spotlow, not only has he never seen a musical, what did you just say before we went on air? What, what part? One, for one, I mean, you've got the, your new tattoo. That's great. Yeah. But you also said, I will never have sex again. What sort of defeatist <laughs> attitude is that? I, hey, man, you just sometimes you just got to be like, eh, it happens. Or it doesn't happen. Or it doesn't happen. I mean, I don't want to get my hopes up and just be like, eh, because then you're looking at something that's not going to happen. So I'd rather be like, eh, eh, whatever, and I, then just not worry about it. And then when it falls in my lap, <laughs> it falls in my lap. 
I need a little context, man. Like, right? You, you didn't tell us why. That's like, what we're why you feel for. like you ain't gonna never have sex again? Uh, because women are terrible. Don't say that. Oh, good. Well, not Don't all of them. Just man. some of them. Some are just terrible people. Go ahead, tell him. No, I'm not going to tell him. <laughs> you can't it's, just lay out women yeah, are terrible. No, it, yeah, he, you got to, you know, you got to paint He him. feels like he helps everybody else. Yeah. And, and in doing so, he passes on everything. So it's like, not like he had the chance and he passed it on to me or whatever. <laughs> but, you know, he just, he doesn't. He's such a giver, it never takes. Right, yeah. Oh, you you like a super nice dude that... <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. God, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's terrible. Okay. I mean, it's so true. And I, dude, oh my God, it happens all the time, and I'm not a terrible person, so... Yeah. Ugh. You should get a pet. I'm getting Cheech back. Cheech? Yeah, that's my cat that I had and I moved and I had to do something with, so I did something with him, but now... What did you do I did something with him. Baby mama wanted... Uh, I told her that I had to get rid of mm-hmm. Cheech, so she took him. And then she texted me the other day and was like, hey, do you want him back? I'm sick of his endless supply of litter and food, and he's kind of annoying. And of course... <laughs> <laughs> she might be who too, but <laughs> uh, uh, so I think I'm going to get him back. Okay. So I can have a um, a homie when I get. You just home. don't seem like you're doing well tonight. It's been a rough week, man. Like and this is like Kyle and I have just met, and I feel like yeah. him and I are already bonding over yeah. something's not right with you tonight. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm concerned, man. Like let's have an intervention. Yes. I think you should. I think it's cool that you're a nice guy. You know, there's there should be more of those, but you just got to be patient because that's what I'm doing. I'm yeah. being I'm being real patient, and the way I'm going to do that, just saying, screw it. So if it happens, it happens, and it will eventually. You know. Well, they say you should be be a good guy and not a nice guy. Yes. You know what I mean? That's the key. Like you don't have to be, you know, a douchebag, but. I don't know if you can say that on the radio. That's not a... We're going to let that one go. That's not a curse word. <laughs> I was on the line. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, he is a good guy. He's, he is yeah. a good guy. should be. Uh, he'd be a good guy, man, but He's, you don't have to be a nice guy. Like, you can be assertive. You know what I mean? Exactly. You, can stand, you can stand up for yourself and say no. I do want to have to. Set your boundaries. But it's just, sometimes it's just better off just whatever. You take it, I'm gone. Holla. You know what I'm saying? Me and him are... Uh, this week was it we had a conversation about this okay. and it's just um, the type of women that are attracted to him mm-hmm. and it's look at, I mean you look at him and Bro, you, I mean, you yeah. think he's one way and then he, he looks like a very what's the, the word you just use yeah. kind of guy yeah, you look like a scallywag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but you, you, know, you get to know him, and he's really a nice guy. And the women that are attracted to him aren't attracted to nice guys. They're attracted to scallywags. Yeah. And so it's like, it's you're not... Maybe you need to change your outward appearance then. No. It's like, if you had seen the musical Grease, that's what Sandy did. No. <laughs> I am what I am. You're like Sandy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a that was a musical too. Right. I remember that one. I had Robin Williams. 
in it. Oh, you Popeye was a musical? Yeah, you oh. remember the original one with, with Robin Williams? Have you never seen that? No, I have it home. Bro, you unopened. You gotta check it out. I might have to watch it. That's well, a, it's also, probably still on like VHS. If it's, <laughs> if it's no, it's an unopened DVD. Uh, and we haven't covered this. Have you seen any Disney movies? Of course. I, well, well, still, those are essentially musicals. Uh, yeah, they still suck. I grew up to those VHS tapes. You. The Lion King is great. Oh, man, see, it took me forever. I don't think I've ever finished it because of mu- it starts start singing and then I turn it off. The Lion King is not the best. I mean, you know, it, I don't like know it? why it's so classy because it, it's really not. What, what don't you like about I mean, it? It's, just, I don't, it's, it's, it's strange. It's just a strange. No. You know, if you watch it, you know, you go, you, you go back and watch it in oh, adulthood yeah. and it's creepy. Like it's the... Really creepy. There, I mean, there is the one scene where it's uh, the Elton John song. Can yeah. you feel the love yeah, yeah, tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, you know, the lion, lion love scene. Yeah, you know? it's a it's it is. It's soft core. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Call it what it is, man. That's, that's <laughs> what it is. Man. Isn't there something? I felt weird watching it as a kid. I was like, wait a minute. There's it's a whole myth where it's like, to, or I don't know oh, if it's yeah. true or not. Where the stars make no, like, it's true, man. No, I tell you the scene. I tell you the scene. Okay. Uh, it's the scene where. Simba is like he he he's like having that realization of who he really is, and he goes to the edge of that cliff, and I think he sees like Mufasa in the clouds or something. Right. But af- after that, like he plops down on that like on the edge of the rock, and then like some leaves fly up, and it spells sex. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I hope that makes it into the new. <laughs> 2019 version. I'm looking forward to it. I'm, oh, that's the only reason I'm going. Come on, Favreau. Let's make it happen, Favreau. No, that's a whole theme, right, with Disney films. Yeah. It's like yeah, kids yeah. films, they have these subliminal messages. Yeah, man. Like, I remember the cover of uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Little Mermaid. Hey, they re- you know, they're redoing that one live action, mm. you know, and the, the big controversy about that one was like when they got married. The, um... The pastor who married him, like he he got an erection. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they doing that one live action too. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah just, wow. it's gonna they, cast a shadow on the other one. <laughs> can, can they really yeah. call the new The Lion King live action though? This is a fantastic point. It was it came up in my head too. Did like it, I saw the Jungle Book, the remake of it. Yeah. It's it's not. Like it's all it's CGI. Well, that is still animation, isn't it? Some live action involved. Yeah, there are though? some people. Yeah, yeah. they're real but people. Like live. The Lion King is going to be all live action live-ish. CGI. Is that it? It's yeah. live ish. Yeah, like it looks real, but it's not real. Yeah. like wrestling. Exactly. So that's what they call it. Well, they call it. They call it. Uh, I guess live action CGI, like you say. I don't know, man. That's a good question. That's Google most of our movies now. <clears throat> Google it. Yeah. Google it. Right. That's a good. This is most of our movies is like the CGI thing. I don't know. I'm not knocking. It's just it's not drawn cartoons. Yeah. It's just computer generated. Though I'm thinking of the Jungle Book now. And I'm also thinking about your your celibacy, your passionate involuntary celibacy. I'm sorry, <laughs> passion. Uh, man. <laughs> Me too. And it's just it's part I of it. It's one sorry. of those things. I mean, I don't want to go. Well, you don't need to watch that. I've just, you know, Scar- everybody knows Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Beautiful woman. But you don't, it's not just, it's not her looks. Like, watch that movie, and she plays the the voice of the snake in the Jungle Book. Can't remember the name. Ka. Ka? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's my Sexy. 
Just the voice. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is, I'm sitting there watching it going, good. That was good. Sexy snake. I see what you did there. You did, uh-huh, that you did a rim shot on that one, yeah. <laughs> Goodness. Yeah, that was, that was clever. Well, it's the same thing with her, too. Joaquin Phoenix falling in love with his computer. And it's Scarlett's voice. That was a good movie, man. Yeah, I saw movie. that. Which one on is that one? It's called Her. And uh-huh. it's on Netflix. I think it's on Netflix. I, I think it's on so. Netflix. Joaquin Phoenix falls in love with an artificial intelligence. Man, that's like Facebook. It is, essentially. It's you know what like I mean? Facebook. But, you know, it's like Siri. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So that's kind of oh, Alexa. You know, but, you know, mm. so it was It was good. It was good, though. It was a good Well, character. no, I mean, it's Seth. If Siri becomes more advanced, Alexa becomes more advanced. No, I'm not you're going to fall it. in love with your artificial intelligence. No, I'm not going to do it. Okay, uh-huh. I'm just basing this. I can off. see you being that dude, man. I'm like, not going to be yeah, that dude you, you that has that. a robot. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, is where this is going, one. and I'm yeah. not doing it because I want a girl to fight back. She could fight back. Like <laughs> she's got a taser function, and you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> like you know, she could help you. And then like if like if you get knocked out, like she could defibrillate your heart. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that, if she kills me, yeah. she can bring me back and yeah, kill man. me again. So, you know, oh I'm goodness. just saying. Yeah, it's just I'm worried about you, Seth. It's okay, man. It, it'll come when it'll, it when the time is right. I'm worried. It's about fate, you, man. man. Yeah, it's okay. Well, I mean, I'm dealing with a heavy heart, too. I don't go into all the details, but yeah. I'll be all right. Yeah. You just It'll be you know, cool, suck man. it up, and you'll be okay. Yeah. No, I don't know. Like, we're, we're in this together. Bro. Yeah. We got this, man. Woo! Long-term high I'm five. Come on. You. Ah! <laughs> you suck so much. That's <laughs> kind of true. Uh, <laughs> the one thing I saw earlier today, kind of, uh, I don't do CrossFit. Okay. Um, but I saw a video, like a documentary, short documentary, like a little interview video segment put out by Reason.com. Uh, and it was talking about these new laws they're trying to, like, regulate trainers. Like, Kyle, are, are you a trainer? Yes. Barely. Barely. Yes. But, I mean, they're talking about, like, new things where they want to, like, universalize and license, government license for trainers, like an occupational license. And I'm watching this going, why? It's weird, man. I tell you why. Because the government, it's the universal soldier program. It's the, <laughs> it's the first, it's the initial steps of it. The government wants to train super soldiers. That's a, that's kind of what it sounds like. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> you get a couple of those guys in every base and you regulate it. And then, you know, I'm saying, man. Right. You you know, we t- we, look, we already on the thing with the artificial intelligence. It's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, I mean, like, what what other... Okay, so I, I guess like Seth knows, most comedians are conspiracy theorists. You see what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. right, like you know, that's that's where my mind is gonna go. You know what I mean? I'm I'm immediately gonna go to the worst, most darkest, the worst. So you're thinking scenario, like cyborg yeah, soldiers yeah. that are kind of brought up through these different exercise yeah. programs. Yeah, yeah, maybe mm-hmm. you know, put under you, you get microchips, yeah. these sort of things. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Black mirror, some real live black mirror type stuff. No, that stuff gets uh, creepier and creepier. Like the more realistic it seems. I mean, some of the episodes I couldn't. I'm like, all right, whatever. Why? Do, I mean, but yeah, but what would you? What's what would you think? Like, if you could, when you hear about government, oh, that, those regulations on the CrossFit trainers, what do you think? I think of like uh, certain 
certain players in the health space, so like certain companies uh, that have been saying this is the way to be healthy for the longest time and it hasn't necessarily proven effective, and then things like CrossFit and other things come in and are proving effective for people, and it's kind of the classic, let's go to the government to reduce competition and to make sure certain standards are upheld. You know, I think... <clears throat> Yeah, I like Super Soldiers better. <laughs> honestly, I, I I feel like I have an understanding of that because my ex-wife was a massage therapist. Yeah. She took college courses. It was, uh, what does it call it? A vocational college or whatever. Sure. Anyway, uh, and learned how to do massage therapy. And that's, you have to be licensed for that because... There, like the way you produce, you you conduct a massage, you could effectively push a blood clot out of somebody's leg into their heart, mm. and like she had to go through all you know uh, anatomy and all that kind of stuff just to be able to practice as a massage therapist. So I can see how. They like, want trainers to be they, trainers. You, you want somebody who says they can make you healthy and can, you know, teach you how to do things with your body. You want them to be to know what they're talking about. You don't want Joe Schmo off the road. Uh, well, one example from this video, which I had the clip. It, it, essentially, this guy's kind of beefy, pretty, you know, looks like he's been training and doing exercise for a while. He goes, these people that are setting these standards don't understand a thing about the squat. They want to universally make it where you don't do a squat below parallel. I think it's best to go a little bit below parallel, get a little more explosion. I mean, it's... (laughs) (laughs) And that's what's going to (laughs) happen. I'm not making this up. He actually said that. That's what he's worried about. They're going to tell me that I can't teach a squat in a certain way. I can see see that being regulated like that. But I also feel like with, or I'd hope with a lot of uh, medical regulations, massage therapy and stuff like that, there's a a panel right. or whatever. You know, it's not just one dude saying no or whatever. I just don't like it. I don't want it to be regulated. Because, like, the stuff I've been doing, it's not regulated yeah. by the government. And, like, if it hurts me. But you're not in the military. That's true. That's true. We're back to the universal. No, I'm just saying, you know, you know, the super soldier. No, no, I mean, super massage. I mean, it, it really wouldn't like it wouldn't apply to you, like you know what I mean. No, if you're in the military, you have certain standards. Yeah. So, but you was like, you don't want your workouts to be. Yeah. Regular, regular. I don't want them to go to Diamond Dallas Page and say you have to be licensed by the state of Georgia in order to, and the federal government to. It's probably be the state of Georgia. To present DDP Yoga as a business venture. For people to pay you and for you to have a commercial license to do this, you have to be licensed by the state of Georgia, Mm -hmm. which is where he's out of. And I'm like, no, it's fine. Don't like, no, leave leave us alone. It's working for me. Yeah. That sort of thing. To clarify, I'm not suggesting that that's a good idea. Sure, you just I'm see just it trying happening. to. I'm just trying to see, you know, that aspect. Well, I don't know. It's just something. I know this is like fascinating on a Friday night, but yeah. there's like the amount of licenses you need for like, you know, cutting hair. And I was talking about why do you need a license from the government to cut hair? And man, I got calls from all sorts of licensed barbers, mad at me. 
<laughs> and they're like, and I'm, I'm not saying that you don't need expertise, and yeah. that to a certain extent, it can be an art. Like people are really talented in yeah. styling and cutting hair. But my point is, in term, if the argument is safety, like if somebody does a bad job with your head, like you, you don't go back there. And if it's a really bad job, like you probably they broke another law, or you could sue them. Well, I mean, you know, too, you have these instruments that have to be. You know, it had to be clean, it had to be sanitary. You right. know what I mean? So there's have to be, it's more than just about. Don't cut somebody's ear. Yeah, you know. It's not mean? just blue water. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's just, what is that stuff? Windex. Oh, no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's what it is? It's, In it's, my world, everything blue is what? The, ra- the random chemicals. But, oh, yeah, yeah, man. But, you know, it's, I get, you know, and it kind of makes sense. Oh, it, I get in it. And that's, in that, you know, with. With all of that, I think standards though would develop. Like if people want a good hair place, especially people are getting you know certain scalp diseases from a certain place, the word gets out pretty quick. I don't know. I just uh, I get in this mood where I'm like, I was talking to him last night. Like I don't want any laws. I mean, I like a few laws. Like don't kill people, don't take their stuff, don't hurt them, that sort of thing. Right. But other than that, I agree. I wish we could. I wish people had enough sense to govern themselves. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm the guy who's like, let gay couples get married and defend their pot plants with guns, you know. Yeah. It's that sort of thing. doesn't really fit in. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> how you doing over there, Seth? Manifesto. Good, man. How are you? I was, I was with you, bro. Like, <laughs> it's slowly kind of rising up. <laughs> you okay, Seth? Yeah, man. I'm good. How are you? I'm, I'm all right. You got a t- new tattoo. Yeah. Tell us about it. Oh, okay. It. So, um, uh, 30 Years of the Simpsons was the other day. And this has nothing to do with me getting my tattoo because I didn't know it. But I've been watching The Simpsons since I was a little kid. You're a huge fan. Huge fan, man. I grew up I, with The Simpsons. I remember when Bart was in fourth grade. I was in fourth grade. He's still in fourth grade. But, anywho, um, his Bart? first tattoo in the first season. Still in fourth grade? Still in fourth grade, man. Mm-hmm. Lisa's in second. But, um... His first tattoo in the first season, he, for Christmas, you know, it was the Christmas episode. He's like, oh, man, I'm going to go get this heart with mother on it, and Mom, Marge is going to love me, blah, blah, blah. So he goes to, he lies about his age, and he goes to get his tattoo, and um, Marge catches him before they get finished and yanks him out. So it's his heart with his banner that says moth. So That's what's on your arm now? Yeah, it says moth. And my mom called me the other night and said, it's your moth. Real creepy, like. It's like, oh, my God. She loves it. She thinks it's funny. You have a great mom. Yeah, she's a trip, man. Yeah. She's a goob. If it wasn't for her, I'd be ugly and boring. No, but I'm thinking because my heart is heavy to bring this all back around full circle. Uh, I'm going to have to get a pet. I'm going to have to get a cat. I don't want Cheech, though. Cheech sounds like a lot of work. He's not, man. Black cat, cool cat. You just said he was a little annoying. No, I said my baby mama is a little annoying, not my cat. I thought, you said both of them. I thought you said both of them. She said he was, and I got all defensive and was like, so are you. Oh, okay. Well, I was, I've was. i been reunited for the last few days with the uh, last time I was kind of depressed down in the dumps yeah. with a heavy heart. Uh, Mr. Gimli, the red and fuzzy big booty Buddha. Mm-hmm. He's a fox red Labrador. He's my brother's dog. And I helped raise him since he was like, you know, tiny. It was what? like three something years ago. What's his name? Gimli, after the the dwarf in Lord of the Rings, yeah. brother's big Lord of the Rings nerd. Yeah, and uh, he one day I was really down and out, really depressed. Yeah, and I'm um, like, you know, one of those moments where you're like, why the hell do bad things happen? Why do people leave too soon? Just like okay. it all 
compounds on itself. Yeah. And all of a sudden, that dog licked me, and it kind of made me feel better. So I started calling him the Red and Fuzzy Big Booty Buddha. Oh, okay. And he has a big butt, and, you know, he's wise. He keeps things simple. And uh, I'm re- I've been reunited with him lately. It is nice. You go home, and you see the dog for a second, and, I don't know, I've got to sneak by uh, four healthy pets on the Atlanta Highway. Oh, and yeah. get him get him a treat before he leaves. It's some of that chicken crack. Oh, how long do you have him for? Uh, another day or two. Yeah, you better send the crack. An right indeterminate on. amount. My brother's out of town, um, so I'll get. And by chicken crack, of course, it's the chicken jerky, folks. I get him, you know, like all healthy, natural snack, something that he'll just go nuts for. That I can teach him because he's a big baby, has anxiety issues, but I love the dog anyway. But folks, if you, because uh, you just adopted. Yeah, I was thinking about that earlier. Now that we've got dogs. Right, go buy four healthy pets, man. Yeah. It's on Atlanta Highway. Check out the dog stuff. And, uh, well, Emily will be all over that place. Oh, yeah. when, has she gotten the Meow Wana yet? She needs to. No, it's they, a, an amazing product. Several weeks ago, she uh, dropped off a little gift bag. For us, yeah. for the Teresa for, did, yeah, okay. for Loretta and Irene, and it contained a catnip blunt. Nice. It was, yeah, it's it's still laying in the living room. It's it's the greatest thing for them to go ride and then grab it and fling it, and they just have fun with it. Okay. And now, awesome. Yeah. Now the little puppy was running around with it, looked like a big cigar in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is an example of they have like these really healthy, all natural, great brand like treats, snacks, these yep. sort of things. But you can also get the food you feed them every day, uh, things for you know different coat problems, whatever you need. Teresa is going to take it upon herself to start a, a local. Uh, place that is responsibly sourcing items and brands. Uh, so stop by Atlanta Highway, tell Teresa at 4 Healthy Pets, Joey said hi, and uh, give them a try. Because once you get to know her, it really is like family and friends. It's not like stopping by a big box store. Um, really great woman, great place. They got good things going on there. Well, we got to hit a break. It's kind of a subdued night. I'm tired. This is what happens when I show up early. Oh, you're tired. It is subdued. Yeah, you know. I can't. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> My puns are horrible. <laughs> yeah, some gentle comedy, man. <laughs> I, I can't believe you've done this twice. Like yesterday, I understand you were hungover, but to do it to yourself again on purpose, coming in early today. Baron needs help. Well, I'll be all right. Baron's a good guy. The weekend's almost here. Let's yeah. not. He's not here to defend himself. <laughs> That's the best <laughs> time, right? <laughs> nah, you ain't got to face your accuser. <laughs> now nah, we'll be right back, folks. Joey Clark. I know I, I can't, I shouldn't, when, especially when I'm tired. It always, it's like the, the crutch that I use, but just like it's... I know it is fun to wrestle. It is. 
Tables, ladders, and chairs. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Learning Channel. The waterfalls. No. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, Not like, tender, loving care. <laughs> Chase and like, Please don't burn my house down crazy. Oh, she's dead. Is she really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oops. Ouch. Oops. <laughs> no, but it's a, it's a pay-per-view. Oh, when is it? Sunday? It's Sunday. Oh. Table, ladders, and chairs. I'm supposing there's an NXT thing going on. Mm. I don't know. You ever get down with wrestling, Kyle? You don't like it? I used to watch, I used to be heavy in the wrestling, man, when I was in high school. Yeah. But, um. And he's playing catch that, up. After that, man, I just, I had to stop following it. The well, Rock and Stone Cold was okay. real big, and you know, Undertaker, of course, is still there, and Mankind, Mick Foley. Oh, yeah. I'm a big Undertaker yeah, mark. So. Um, like when he came out of this last WrestleMania, might have been the cookies I ate, but, uh. <laughs> No, they're good. They're delicious <laughs> chocolate chip cookies. Huh? Assume things. I was on a sugar rush. Oh. Yeah, but I was like freaking out like a little kid. You know, I I was that as a little kid. I watched it, and then like the last few years, it's been sort of a deep dive back into it. Yeah. Like I, if I went immediately home tonight, it would be watching old WCW Nitro. We started in like '92. Uh, and now we're in 97 watching yeah. the Nitros and the pay-per-views. Yeah. And it's better than WWF at that time. And it's right before Stone Cold got huge and the mm-hmm. right, like there you're talking about. But, I mean, it's... Uh, you actually... You have a history where you've fought, like MMA, boxing, that sort of stuff. Yeah, man. I mean, from that perspective, when you see, like, fake fighting, so to speak, mm-hmm. I mean, is it like, what the hell are you guys doing? Nah, man, um... It it is what it is, you know, for its level, you know, and it's real. Like the training for it is real. It's sure. strenuous, you know. It, it they they train just as hard as you know fighters. They take they have real injuries, you know. The striking and things are different, but man, they 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 have you know. It takes real athleticism, you know. So the only thing is, it, I would say, it's scripted, sure, and it's choreographed, but it's not fake. Cool. So, yeah, you know, they get they get much respect. I've I've heard them say you can't fake gravity and yeah. like the number of injuries they get is pretty immense. I don't know. Part of me wants to like keep training, and drop the radio career, and <laughs> the radio. You be good, man. You be good. They call you baloney face because that's, that's what your face looks like. Sorry. <laughs> that's what you look like since you shaved, man. Baloney face. Raw baloney. Oh, I've been waiting for it. I've been waiting for somebody to talk about it. Thank you. Finally. <laughs> I just couldn't go on with the stash anymore, man. Yeah. Like, some people, it suits really well. All of y'all got facial hair going on. You look better without it. Well, thank you. But, I mean, it's still a baloney face. Well, I mean, you know, you got to earn that. I mean, you got to, you know, you got to own it. That's what I meant to say. Own it. Yeah, Yeah. you got to make it yours. Big baby face, right? Okay. (laughs) Baloney face. (laughs) Baloney face. That's what I'm looking for. You know, I actually do this show all the time, and I say outrageous crap. Not necessarily to provoke, but to get people to say stuff to me. Yeah. And it's amazing how nice and deferential people are. <laughs> like, come on, man. Give me some help. Like this guy over here. He, and he's, you were saying he needs to be a good guy, not a nice guy. I 
give you hell all the time, Seth. Uh You don't give it back. You don't want me to. I'm mean. I'm cold-hearted. I break you down. I make you cry. I'm going to hurt you in your heart, man. (laughs) Sounds like That kind of sounded like wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, mean jeans. You know? Right there. I don't do it. I know I have a big target on my head. It's okay. Man. It's just always been that way. I'm cool with it. Okay. Yeah. All right. You're just allowed to give it back, you know? I know. But if I'm going to, it's going to be good. Well, let's see who's on the phone. See if they want to say something. News Doc, you're on there. Who's this? Hey, gentlemen, Josh. Oh, hello, Josh. Hello. How are y'all doing today? Good. I'm all right. Doing well, doing well. I, I, the beginning of the show is really putting me in the Christmas spirit. It's awesome. That was sarcasm. I, I picked up on it, but I just, ah. let it, I just let it go by and was waiting for you to continue. Okay. Well, I was just going to see who's, who's getting charged for the therapy session that went on in the first quarter. <laughs> me yeah well Seth you're actually doing yourself a big favor man You, the holiday season is nothing but coming out of pocket on money that something's probably not going to last so I'd ride it out to at least February 15th and you won't have to worry about that's a great idea the, great idea yeah. that's my birthday <laughs> the 15th is your birthday day after Valentine's Day oh wow yeah well, Josh, yeah. you bring something up that I've done without really consciously thinking about it. I don't think I've been in a committed relationship during the holidays. Well, I mean, any smart person would. I mean, if you were established prior, prior hand, then you're kind of locked in. But right, yeah. why do that? I mean, because you're going to have to be expected to buy something at least halfway decent so you don't look like a cheap A uh, for right. Christmas, all that other stuff. But, yeah, I'd roll with the man. After February, kick back in the gear. Well, it's not like I break up with people, like, you know, around the end of... I read an article about that. You break up before Thanksgiving, and you get back together after Valentine's Day. So you sneak in, Halloween's allowed, because you don't buy gifts on yeah. Halloween. Yeah. You don't yeah. visit family on Halloween. Okay. That's the sexy costume time, uh-huh. so... You want, uh, you want to be in. Yeah. Yeah. I want that all the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is my problem. <laughs> Well, guys, I, I appreciate it. I just wanted to, to chime in and say hello, and um, I'm enjoying the show, guys. Appreciate it, Josh. Cool. Thank Thanks, man. Nice hearing from you. So, uh, let's put it out there again. Die Hard, a Christmas movie? Yes. Yes. Also, Gremlins. Gremlins is a Christmas movie? You didn't know that? No. Yeah, check it out. The beginning of the movie. It's Christmas? Yep. Nice. All it's, right. it's a Christmas gift. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just don't just follow the instructions. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie, Kyle? Uh, it's a Christmas action. Yeah, you know, it, that should be a subgenre, like Christmas, Christmas action. action movies. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a it's a Christmas. Is it more Christmas or is it more action? Like, the, how, how... It's probably more action. It's a Christmas party. That's where, like, it, that was in a... Was that a Christmas party? Yeah, it's a yeah, Christmas party that the all Hans takes over. Oh, okay. Takes I, over the Christmas party. When was the movie released? Like eighty something ish, eighty nine, eighty six. Um, what month? <clears throat> Ooh, yeah. Because what season? That's how you. That's how you mm-hmm. determine. Like if it comes out at Christmas, is a Christmas movie. Yeah, it's definitely set in the movie during Christmas. Um, I don't know. I think, and I think that's one that lives up. Like I'm always down to watch Die Hard. There are other Christmas movies that everybody watches. That I'm like, yeah, that I'm bored 
For instance, A Christmas Story. I don't like that movie. I'm not saying it's terrible. I'm saying it's one of those movies that could easily, at a cheap rate, be licensed on network television. And it got played over and over and over again, so it became a tradition. I don't think it's that good. Never seen it. It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Isn't isn't that the movie that was like a crap movie? It bombed when it it first came out. Yeah, and nobody wanted it. And then, like, the... uh, License ran out or whatever, and then like network TV got it, and then that's why it's as popular as it is because network TV played it over and over again. Everybody showed it, yeah. Yeah. Well, and if you if if Clarence the Angel doesn't come down after that bridge scene, uh, that is the most depressing movie ever. It's like the slow <laughs> breakdown of George Bailey. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. That is, I think that hits the the correct themes. But it's it's sort of cynical of me to sit up here and be like, hmm, it's really just capitalism and worrying about prices <laughs> that actually drives our Christmas traditions. But what about, I don't know. about Christmas music, Christmas songs. Mm, mm. I, I mean, I like Trans Siberian Orchestra. If That's I'm your favorite. That's probably up there. I mean, there's some classic ones that I'll enjoy. I like Dean Martin's drunken renditions of all sorts of classic staples. Mm. Like Marshmallow World. I mean, you have to be a little bit messed up if you're going to be singing about the snow as a marshmallow world. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's psychedelic. Right. Psychedelic chemicals. Christmas song, man. Adam Sandler. My favorite, the best. I'm sorry, would you go ahead? Adam Sandler, Christmas song. Like that, yeah, it's cute. Yeah, yeah. a Hanukkah song. Well, that's what it Hanukkah is. Songs. Yeah. Hanukkah. What's your favorite song? You're saying Christmas and Hollis by Run DMC. Uh, man. That's, the yeah. that's the best. That's the only Christmas song I like. You don't like any other. I don't Christmas like any other Christmas songs. That's the hmm. best. There is something you got me thinking though. A little psychedelic about Christmas in general. I mean, what is Santa Claus like? The magic of the reindeer. And you can look at, at back at all the folklore where it's like the, like, I was telling you all off air, Yule Cats mm-hmm. and like Krampus and all these stories. They're all, it's a little weird and off kilter. And then go back, and you're telling me this with the Lion King, Kyle, go back and watch the old like animation stop motion Japanese, like Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. Yeah, that's creepy. Those are all creepy. They really are, man. Uh, Frosty, Frosty the Snowman with the yeah with the ice, go- gremlin or whatever. Right. Oh yeah, Mister. Uh, what is it, Mister Free? No, no, that's the terrible <laughs> shoemaker <laughs> Batman. Batman. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Schwarzenegger. <laughs> no, uh, well, it might be Father Winter, something like that. Should it's I think like it is Father Winter? Yeah, it's right there. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. They're weird. We were taught weird things as kids. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's like. The subliminal messaging in Disney movies, the subliminal messaging and psychedelic nature of our Christmas films, as well as just the cynical capitalist ploys of playing the cheap as possible licensed flick, and then professional wrestling. No wonder I'm so messed up, especially around the holidays. You've got you've got the super soldiers. <laughs> I forgot. Yes. Yeah, they're regulating me to become a super. You think about it. When yeah. we were growing up, our generation. I don't know if you fall into. Mine and Seth's generation. Yeah, I just barely missed yeah. it, thank God. But you don't know what you're missing. <laughs> <laughs> but everything, you know, uh, sex was uh, hidden in everything. Like we were talking about the Lion King and it really was. Yeah, 
I mean, that's that's the way I look at it. And nowadays, I look around and like sex is out in the open. Like there are things that I wish I could take back that my <laughs> daughter has seen as a twelve-year-old, mm. and that's just like watching a YouTube video. Joey, do you know anything about scrambled porn? Like in between the channels and it'll yeah. pop up, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, man, that was a whole like. What? I more know about the premium channel was free for a week, uh, and yeah. I'd sneak upstairs and yeah. You know. Well, a few years before that, it was a whole lot of scrambled channels. Yeah, okay. the cable box used to be this big, and you had like sixty channels, plus the the Playboy channels and all that stuff. No, but do you think it's better for it to be out in the open or sort of subliminal and hidden? Because, I don't know, I, I just as a as a dude, if porn wasn't available, you get the Sears catalog. I don't know, you find, like, if we lived in, a, again, a Puritan society where women had to wear dresses all the way down their feet and, you know, their necks covered up, if we saw a little bit of ankle, we'd be like, oh, it's so hot. Yeah. This is where I hate the whole double standard thing. Because being a guy, mm-hmm. I'm like, it's fine or whatever. But having a daughter, I'm like, no, it's not cool. You know, it's, and I don't know. But that's just your protective well, nature yeah. with your kids. She's smart, though. So even though she she's witnessed things and, and heard about and learned about things, she's still, it's not like she's active on anything. Sure. So... How old is she again? 12. Yeah. Still young. Yeah. But, I mean, I I don't know what it's like to be 12 anymore because you do have access to everything. Yeah. Like, I was over at Seth's place, Kyle, and he doesn't even have the internet, so it, like, reminded me of being a kid where it's like, okay, what's on TV is what's on TV. Like, the few channels. Mm-hmm. It was almost refreshing. Mm-hmm. Really is nice, like, man. You don't have to worry about bombarded that. by choice or something mm-hmm. like that. And commercials. Yeah. Selling you crap you don't need. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. Sometimes it's too many. Like, it's too many things you want to watch to make a decision. Mm-hmm. I know about y'all, man, but I end up watching, like, five minutes of, like, ten shows back-to-back until I'm <laughs> exhausted. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes I... And then, like, it has to... Then it has to yeah. change to another form of media. Like, I'll go from watching Netflix to listening, you know, to some music on Spotify. I'm playing catch-up with Sopranos right now. I'm at season three. It is so awesome. But they're so back in the day. They're like in the early 2000s. It is great because in the I just started season three and they just pulled out cell phones. Like season one and two, no cell phones. I mean, it, uh, it was just it's something different, you know, because nobody had cell phones. What you, what you watching The Sopranos on if you don't have the internet? I got, man, I got the seasons. The, the box set. Oh, oh, oh the seasons. <laughs> <laughs> Golly. So weird. Like right when I first moved, we didn't have the internet for about a week. And it's like, well, let's go to this DVD collection we haven't looked at in yeah. years. Like, no, but I'm I'm like you, Kyle, in the sense that if I have to pick something to marathon, or else I end up watching like five yeah, minutes of everything. Yeah, yeah, it's too much. Like it's too much, man. Paralyzed by choice. Yeah, and options. exactly. I had that that uh, that experience of what you're talking about, the Sopranos with the cell phone. Emily wanted to watch Forensic Files last night, and they went into this really crude description of what the global positioning system is. Yeah, and. <laughs> So this big giant disc they were hiding in the suspect's car was the the device that 
tracked the position of him on the, the Earth's surface, and it was really <laughs> funny. <laughs> Just, man, it's amazing how far we've come. Yeah. Oh, what we take for granted. YouTube's not even, what, YouTube's like 10 years old? If that? Is it? Yeah, I think it's it's early aughts when it comes out. It seems like it's been around forever, man. Because everything is moving so fast. Man, you know what people forgot about? The Encyclopedia Britannica. That's where you used to find stuff. In the Encyclopedia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. You, yeah. Man, you have A yeah. through Z and then 1 through 9. Yeah. Mm. All your book reports came from that. You know, oh, yeah. You didn't have the internet. You had to go to the Encyclopedia. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I We had a weird teacher, though, who would like hand us books that we had no business reading, honestly. In like eleventh grade, like Faulkner's Sound of the Fury, then he'd have us go online and like that book is structured to where it's like stream of consciousness. So like multiple scenes, well, it's like time doesn't mean anything. It's weird. It's crazy. Mm. Um, and so you needed like a a color coded key. Like each text online would be different colors, so it'd help you follow and put together what the hell's going on. And there's a lot of weird sex stuff and violence and suicide. It's like, why am I reading this? What's the name of it? Sound of the Fury. Okay. Uh-huh. It's a great book. really is. But it's like, gum. You remember the books you'd read, and then you get to the point, and then you choose the next part to go to? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The old, like, yeah. Goosebumps or Choose Your Own. So, I don't know if it was Goosebumps. It wasn't Goosebumps, it, but I do remember what you're talking yeah. about. I always, I always picked a terrible it's ending. Like you, you get to a, a choice point, and if you choose right, left, right. you go to I pants. remember those. Yeah. I remember those. Remember I, the Hardy Boys? Hardy Boys. I was just going to say that. <laughs> Nancy, Drew, Nancy Drew Hardy Boys. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, are we all getting to the age, though, where it's like, member? I feel that. Yeah. yeah. You got you to gotta have that conversation. You had a conversation at least twice a year like hey man you remember them old school 80s cartoons like you remember Transformers so you know that's you gonna have those conversations I don't think I've had that conversation this year Thundercats yeah man (laughs) we remember Turbo Teen nobody remembers Turbo Teen it was this kid when he took a shower and cold water he turned into a Trans Am (laughs) like he turned into a whole Trans Am I'm serious man he get in the shower and turn into a whole you know what I'm saying entire automobile and then like when he get like hot water he turned back into a kid it was great that's him it was great Turbo did watch Watch. I swerved into the path of Dr. Chase's molecular transfer ray, causing me and my car to become one. <laughs> this kid is literally because of some government program turned it into a car. Yeah, that's it was disturbing. It's disturbing now, but it was uh, it was amazing back then. Now I understand why you talk about the super soldier yeah, thing so much, yeah. man. You see my childhood. <laughs> Watching him transform, I remember it, but I didn't remember yeah. the part about the shower. Yeah. That's hilarious. What's he turn into if he takes a hot shower? A kid? Back, back, back to a, to a kid. kid. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's fantastic. That is great. Wow. And it's nuts now, too, that just like a click. You say turbo team, type it <laughs> yeah. in. It's pulled it's up. right there. Yo. We're used to have to wait, what, like a week or at yeah. least to the next day to yeah. see it again? Yeah, people just thought she was crazy if they you know, right. couldn't remember. Yeah. There, are, there are things in my life that I do now that I think about or that, I, that I've done in the past that I think about. If I had had access to Google, mm. it would be totally different. Like you just wouldn't like, have done certain things. Well, you would have no, done like honestly, like the the main thing that gets me is when I was sixteen, 
my dad got a '69 Buick Skylark mm. from a, a guy he worked with. Traded a, a scientific calculator for it. Okay. And we we got it running, drove it home from Troy, and it was going to be my sister's car. She turned 16, didn't want it, so it became my car. And it was it's stupid mechanic stuff, but because it was a Buick, it had a Buick 350, not a Chevrolet 350. I didn't know that the distributor was 180 out from a Chevrolet. Okay. I could never get it running again. But if I had had Google, I would have known. Very you simple. Know. It would have been a working vehicle. Yeah. I'd still have that Granada, man. I remember that Granada. Yeah, I love that car. Oh, man. Yeah, but I feel like with Google, I don't have to remember things as much. So I don't retain things as much as I... That's true. Probably would have. Yeah. Like our grandparents would Yeah. Like, you, you can always just go, oh, yeah, well, look at this. But uh, here, let's see what this says. They've been very patient. Who's talking here on the air? Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, who's this? Hey, this is Tony. Hey, Tony, how's it going? Hey, man, great show. All kind of subject. Exactly. It's just oh, a Friday. We're hanging yeah, out. But great show. But listen, I called to talk about wrestling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but the wrestling, y'all y'all remember, I'm, I'm, you know, a little older than you guys. I remember the, the old NWA, man. Oh yeah, um, great stuff. Growing up, I, I great memories going going there with my father and a bunch of friends and all. We go every Friday night. We lived in Atlanta to the City Auditorium down there and and, and watch it. What what a what a great great show it was. Who were some of your favorites? <laughs> and all, I, I I like Mr. Wrestling Number Two, but um, you know, of course, there was a uh, Thunderbolt Patterson and Abdullah the Butcher and all those guys. Um, you know, it, it it was great. Um, I can remember being a kid, and me and my mother went down. We'd go down there and pick up some tickets through the week. And um, then Dad and I would go down on Sunday. I mean, uh, Friday night, I'm sorry, and um, and watch the, watch the matches. But we're standing in line to buy tickets one time, and here comes Abdullah the Butcher dressed up in a suit. Yeah. Um, had his hat on and his walking cane out, out talking to all. Hey, guys, how you doing and everything? You know, fantastic, man. <laughs> well, there's this one. The last Abdul the Butcher match I watched it was like '91 WCW Halloween Havoc, and it's like the Thunderdome match. It is the biggest cluster fudge I've ever seen. Like they mess up. So there's a big electric chair in the center of this cage, and the point is to put one of the guys in the electric chair, flip the switch, and you win the match somehow by taking out the one dude. So Abdullah ends up in the chair. The switches are the problem is the switch falls in the middle of the match. <laughs> and for some reason the camera guy's completely on it. Abdullah's not even completely in the chair. He doesn't have the head thing on. Then he fakes like getting electrocuted. There's just <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, like the bad stuff is even better going back yeah. and watching it. It's yeah. when they mess up. But, no, it, it was it was funny though. Uh, Tony, you know, but, but, I, I appreciate it, man. Those guys, man. Hey, I, I, subjects were great tonight. Appreciate it, appreciate it. And before we we go here, I just want to say the show is brought to you by Eddie Bader with the Goodson Group. If you're looking for a buyer's agent, somebody to help you buy or sell a home, but in particular, be the guy who helps you buy that first home. Eddie Bayer is the one that will look out for your best interest, help you get through things like the prepaids. What you need to, he'll hook you up with other sponsors like Morris Capuana to get you know the right lending rates, these sorts of things, and help you work towards owning that home. So check him out 
on Zillow, it's like a real estate agents like playing cards. It's like stats. You can see how many homes. <laughs> Just type in, you know, go to Zillow, put in the zip code here that locally, and search for Eddie Bader. Give them a call three two two zero six six two. Again, that number three two two zero six six two. And I mean, we're out of time. That hour kind of flew by fast. Yeah, it really does fly by.